Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Sacred Places with Beth L. J. This is December 2nd, Saturday, a beautiful Saturday morning here in Brooklyn, New York. And I am your host, Beth L. J. Thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you for joining me on this um, second part of my six-part series, Welcoming in 2018, um, Welcoming... <sighs> The new energy that is encircling us now, that is wrapping its full moon body all around us uh, on these these days, these ending days of 2017. Tomorrow is a moon, a full moon in Gemini, and it's very appropriate uh, during this full moon in Gemini that I'm also offering and. Um, pulling a, a, a reading for 2018 and what it means for our our Gemini-influenced people. And I think you can even use this reading if you go into um, your chart and see where Gemini is in your chart, um, in your astrology chart. And if you don't know information about that, I will post links on the webpage so that you can learn how to drop your chart. Um, it's so simple now with the advancement of technology, thank God. Um, so to see where Gemini lies in your chart. Um, but my reading, and I'm going to get straight into the readings because it makes sense for me. Just talking about this Gemini moon that we're going to have tomorrow, um, the Gemini full moon. Um, it's going to be, um, it's a moon of a lot of energy, a lot of um a lot of unearthing of things that are, it's communicating with your spirit. So in these end of days, 2017, we're communicating with our spirit, with what is what is deep within our soul that needs to come out and be released. So what is it that your soul is trying to communicate to you? This Gemini full moon is a really good time to get into meditation, to speak with yourself. This is a good time to speak with your community that support you, that are close to you, that adore you, that only want the best for you. 
Use this Gemini moon to really get a deeper understanding for who you are. Um, it's so much going on with this Gemini moon. There's so much going on um, astrologically speaking. Um, in regards to Mercury going into retrograde and we're in Sagittarius season and Saturn is here still in Sagittarius and they're going to be aspecting each other in many different ways. Um, and I say all that to say that communicating is going to be of utmost importance here in December as we end in 2017. Communicating with yourself is going to be of utmost importance. Communicating with these things that come back into your life, yeah, they're coming back for a reason. And you need to talk with them openly about these feelings that you may not have shared, you may not have understood before this moment. And so, and even if you don't want to, you may be put into situations where it's very necessary. Okay, this is when Saturn is is, is aspecting this Mercury in retrograde. The things that you may not even want to dictate to yourself or acknowledge about yourself or your soul or your divine path or this time in your life, you will have you won't have that choice. You won't have that luxury of of putting it off now at this time. So talk to yourself, take care of yourself, meditate to get a deeper reflection and understanding of yourself during these last few weeks. It's going to be very, very important. Um, so into the reading for 2018 for Gemini, the big theme for Gemini in 2018, the major theme, your major arcana card that was pulled for you is strength, is the strength card. This time in 2018 is going to, you guys have just had everything, Gemini, all in your seventh house. Saturn has been in your seventh house. And it's been opposing your first house, your first house, your son, or your, it's been opposing your son. And now we're, we're transitioning and as Saturn moves in 2018 into Capricorn, you're going, um, you're going to have things in your eighth house aspected Opposing things in your second house. And, and what that means, what eighth house means, is it, it rules. I'm just really pulling this off of Google right now, so I just want to be very upfront. It rules sex, other people's money, taxes, debt, loss, and death. And that's the opposite of your second house, which rules income, which rules how you make money, how money comes to you. So it's going to be a really focused money year and you have to have the courage and the strength to see this through. Following the strength card, I pulled the Knight of Swords. The, sorry, the King of Swords. The King of Swords was pulled for you, Gemini, and that's so befitting. You are going to use this mental clarity that you gained this past year and understanding of who you are in relationship to others you're going to use this clarity to move you and bring the strength 
to live the dream. To live the dream that now you're getting a better, clearer picture of. The Eight of Cups was also pulled for your 2018 reading, Gemini, and you are going to need to use this. This Eight of Cups is we're left focused on these relationship aspects that you've been fine-tuning, you've been understanding, you've been gaining greater understanding of in 2017. And now you're bringing that back inwards. So it's not about relationship, but it's more about your relationship and then your relationship with material wealth and how you get there. And although money always seems like something, a transaction between two people, money is energy. You're going to need the strength, the courage, the desire, the order, the discipline to bring that energy to you in 2018. Mentally, you're capable, very capable. You have the ideas, you have the thoughts, you have the wisdom, you have the knowledge to bring this money into your life and into your world. But it's a question of how you're going to get it. And how you're going to get it is determined by this Eight of Cups and this journey deep into yourself. So there's going to be a lot of self-reflection. This month of December with this full moon in Gemini will be very reflective of your 2018 year, Gemini. Very reflective of your 2018 year that's to come. This is a, a foreshadowing, this December 2017. Okay? The strength is with you. You got this mentally. You can do it. But now, we're, how are we doing it? How are we going to look doing it? Our, how are our morals aligned in the way that we get money? Right? How are... How is our strength challenged in the other areas that might not be our our best attributes? How are our strength how is our emotional character in the way that we produce energy to give back to the world, to exchange with the world? You're going to have to find that moral strength, that moral character in twenty eighteen, Gemini. And so then for cancers. Me, I am a double cancer. So cancer is going into 2018. Um, For this reading, I pulled the Wheel of Fortune. And if you remember um, from my last episode, I pulled this card for Taurus as well. So I want you to think about that cancer. I have this card, this Wheel of Fortune, as your major theme in 2018. It's also there for Taurus. Think about the Tauruses in your life. Think about Taurus, again, where Taurus is, where Cancer is in your chart. And are you ready to seize the opportunities that are going to be presented? This is not, the Wheel of Fortune is not some beautifully wrapped gift. It's something you have to work for, Cancer. you got to work for it. And the following cards that I pulled with this Wheel of Fortune are Eight of Cups and Knight of Swords. So you're going on this similar 
self-reflective journey that Geminis are going through in 2018. Do you see the connectedness? And you're going on this journey because now Saturn is moving into your seventh house. Saturn is moving into your seventh house and aspecting your first house. So you're going on this self-reflective, deep journey and understanding of yourself so that you can take advantage of the opportunities that present themselves. You won't understand what an opportunity looks like until you understand who you are and what you need. There are so many opportunities that pass by in front of ourselves on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis. But if we don't know what we're looking for, how do we know it's an opportunity? If we don't know what we need because of who we are, what our soul journey is here on this earth, how do we know this is the opportunity for us? And maybe not something, a reference that we just need to pass on to somebody else. Yeah, Cancer, everything that passes through these waters in front of your face is not for you. And some things that look a little far away means you need to swim harder, faster, and get that opportunity because this is the wheel of fortune. And the Knight of Swords follows up and asks us to be precise in what we want. And that precision comes with the Eight of Cups. Listen, Cancer, I'm going to be very honest with you. I did not want to pull the Eight of Cups. <laughs> I didn't want to pull the Eight of Cups for us. I shuffled the cards and I pulled the Eight of Cups and I was like, no, I already pulled it for Gemini. Let me do this shuffle again. And the Eight of Cups came up again. So this is serious, self-reflective business. This is the beginning. These are the deep sides of the journey. These are the darker parts of the water that we may not even know exists, that we may be trying to ignore, that we would rather not. Right, Cancer? We'd rather not, right? It's all about feeling good. But once we get into this journey, then our precision will become so much more clearer. Our vision will become so sharp so that when these opportunities present themselves, we can take advantage of them. Yes. Okay. So I want to do a quick meditation. Um, and I say that it's going to be quick because um, we have, I have, Sacred Places has a very special guest on today, uh, Tara Bedell. And she's going to be on. She's from hummingbirdcall.com. That's her website. But I want to get into a meditation before I introduce her. So let's take a deep breath. Let's release the tension in our legs and in our lower back, in our head. Your head may be feeling very cloudy, may be feeling very full, maybe be feeling a little spinny right now because of this full moon in Gemini. Your throat might be a little tight. This full moon in Gemini is asking for you to release the things and communicate the things that you don't normally say you wouldn't really own up to. So let's relax our throat. 
try to give your space mind to your mind space to expand in this full moon energy. Some of that energy might need to be released from your ears. Just focus there. Breathe in deep into your crown chakra and release release any of the energy that is trapped there. Relax your face. Relax your mouth and bring that relaxation on down your body. Relax your chest. Feel open. Bring your shoulders closer together in the back. Relax them down. Relax your lower back. And deep breath. Like I said, this morning we have Tara Bedeau. Um, She's from the place that she created, the humming www.hummingbirdcall.com. Tara Bedeau is a mystic. She traveled the globe. She's committed to assisting others in manifesting their unique form of the formless in their lives heart and head, and I wanted to welcome her today. Tara, can you Hi. hear me? Hi, I can. Good morning, Bethel. Good morning. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so let's, um, let's talk a little bit about um, you and your relationship to spirit and, and how that began for you and manifested for you. And then we'll go into some, some details, some some word for 2018. Sounds like a plan. Um, first, I have to say um, that your words for Gemini and Cancer were amazing, and I was just going to co-opt all of that. So um, thank you so much for sharing that. It was really powerful. Um, thank you. So how... <laughs> Let me get that out the way. It was really, really powerful. Strong, strong word. Um, yeah, so how did I get to where I am and how I communicate with spirit? Is that is that right? Did I hear that correctly? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit of a long story, but all the, the highlights are, I think, um, the divine had a hold on me way before I knew what was going on. Um, and my particular gateway was... Get ready for it. Evangelical, fundamentalist, non-denominational, charismatic Christian. Um, And for all its issues, um, it was my gateway to the divine. And um, Mm -hmm. I kind of went through that phase and and came in on the other side and prepared to be a minister and was prepared to do all these things. And divine kind of snatched me from the back of my neck and said, nope, sit down. So, um, it began my 15-year journey of understanding who I was, much like what you're describing with the Eight of Cups, and also um, who the divine was, and who my and if and if your listeners aren't necessarily into a divine, but the idea of your higher self, your best self. Um, and so along the way, I had to learn 
how to communicate because it wasn't something I was going to pick up in a book (laughs) and it wasn't something no matter all the excellent teachers and mentors and prophets and readers and seers I met along the way, nothing Mm -hmm. at all, you know, could replace how spirit was communicating with me. So I had to learn how to do that. Um, And one of the chief ways that that happened for me was, um, one, starting to really trust my dreams. So for people who are dreamers out there, um, mm-hmm. one of the things that I teach on is is in my business, one of the things I teach on in the coaching that I do um, is how to start to recognize your own inner symbology. There are messages that the divine is coming, uh, that's, that's for you from the divine that's coming through you, through your dreams or from your higher self. And so to start to... Mm-hmm. Um, chronicle those and write them down and see. And so that was one thing that worked for me. And over time, I started to be able to interpret what Spirit was trying to say um, or feeling like, oh, I better go bring this to someone who might know. Um, right. And then also through like my body, right? There are tons of ways mm-hmm. in which we get information from our body. And so I started to learn about, um, oh my goodness, if my, you know, jaw is feeling super tight, I'm probably angry and divine is giving me a warning for half of this is not a safe place, right? Or I maybe need to take a time out. Mm. Um, or, you know, when I'm around mm. this person, all of a sudden I'm feeling a clenched and tight stomach. And I know I was fine beforehand. Oh, okay. Right. This is, you know, my higher self or the divine speaking to me through my body. So I got to learn the language of my body and, you know, I start to pay attention to coincidence of the fancy word is serendipity or synchronicity where, you know, just when mm-hmm. you run out of eggs, someone else, you find some, you know, that proverbial story, I just lost my last $5 and someone buys you a sandwich. You start to pay attention mm-hmm. you start to see how connected things are. So I just started um, and then being in nature and also meditating. And, you know, I like to define meditation as, you know, our ability to sit down and listen both to our higher selves as well as to the divine and prayer is our ability to 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 talk back because it's a two-way street um even if you're speaking to yourself and so I started to learn about that and how spirit communicated to me that way and when I started to realize that I could read a newspaper and there was a word that jumped out at me and because I was in touch mm-hmm. with my body when my body I knew that when my right hand tingled I knew something big was going down then all of a sudden I'm hearing and seeing and recognizing um, spirit everywhere and I'm starting to everywhere. have the courage to yeah everywhere and then I'm starting to have the courage you know to be myself because I'm feeling safe <laughs> knowing that the divine is all around me, spirit's all around me, and I can recognize that. So um, so communicating Amen. with spirit is really interwoven with my journey. And, um, and as such, I also heard things I didn't always want to hear, but it led to my higher good. So it led me right. through a career in doing law and now doing um, what I call psycho-spiritual work or how do I help you manifest your unique expression of the formless or the divine. Um, and I, I'm dedicated to doing that, both in your psychological stuff, let's look at who you are in your incarnation, and also in your spiritual side. How can I help you through reading, through divination, through energetic healing with the spiritual stuff? So that's how it happened. 
Wonderful. Wonderful. It's like you see everything becomes new again when you get this connection with spirit because, like you said, even reading the newspaper doesn't become the same experience. No. Because you're reading that paper at that time for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. And even if you read it every day and there's a mm-hmm. message that is trying mm-hmm. to be relayed to you in mm-hmm. all parts of your life. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. No, you're welcome. That's it's so like true. when we, and you, when you we fall in love. Your way. <laughs> Thank you. Said, you said what's that? No, it's like when you fall in love, like all of a sudden, you know, the same yeah. drive you take to work is just full of lights and it's bright and you see things you've never noticed before. And all of a sudden, even though life can be really messed up, you see all the beauty yeah. that's in it. And I think that um, it's the same thing as we come into more and more awareness that spirits all around us and in us and that we are also divine and can manifest that all of a sudden things are new and then life now you're mm-hmm. living right you know what i mean now you're mm-hmm. living so every moment every moment <laughs> because every moment <laughs> is in tune with you and divine and meant for you in this that's moment. right the way and that for your highest in your eyes yeah and for your highest good for your highest good. Uh, so and that's means, so hard to so it means that right because you're not always going to be skipping along like the yellow brick road right sometimes <laughs> Sometimes, right. you know, it's a good, right, right. As you know, the good book for some say, you know, sometimes you're going to be in the shadow of the valley of death. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm not only just in the valley of death, I'm in the shadow, which is even colder. And sometimes, you know, it leads you there. But, you know, that's Psalm 23, but it also tells you that you're not by yourself. Spirit's there. You get a whole meal. You get a five-course meal with a table before you. So, you know, we go through our ups and downs, but it's always for our highest good. And you can't say your life is boring if you were spirit. You cannot say those words. (laughs) (laughs) You may say you don't know what's going on right now often, but it will not be boring. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) No. <laughs> so in regards to um 2018, yeah, yeah, um, and pulling uh, a word for the yeah, I for did. the community, I did. for my listeners, I did, I did. It what, was, it, what, you know, what are you hearing? <laughs> and it's so funny when what are you Ray, um, it's completely in line with what we were just talking about. So um, when you asked me, I actually worked with a number of decks. And sometimes I don't use decks at all. I just hear and see um, as I'm led. But I, Spirit, was just like, pull the archetype deck and pull the comedic deck. So I have pulled for 2018 from the first deck that, fittingly, it kind of speaks to, um, you know, the kind of qualities that we might have. So mother or artist or exorcists or mm-hmm. um, diva, right, the archetypes. And so that's like the psychological style. That's what I call the incarnation work, our human work. And then okay. um, the deck that Spirit told me to pull um, is the Egyptian mysteries, comedic. So we're looking at now the spiritual side, what spiritual energies are happening. So the reading is as follows. I'm going to speak on four things. The first is on a personal level. 
then mm-hmm. on an interpersonal level and then what's happening mm-hmm. systemically and then what mm-hmm. we need to do. So on a personal okay. level, <laughs> so on the personal is your own personal work. The archetype card that came up was God and mm-hmm. the, the comedic energy or the spiritual deity was Osiris. And so the word here for mm-hmm. us um, on a very personal level is we need to be working on recognizing our inner divinity. We need to be coming into our highest self. It is a, it's a time of transmutation. It's a time of regeneration. And transmutation isn't like creation where we take something that's never happened before, sparkly, and it's new. That's creation. Transmutation says mm-hmm. we take something that is already there. Hmm. Are you working on you have a hard time with forgiveness or you have a hard time with worry or you realize like mm. Ruki was saying it's time for you to have some money and you've been struggling. Transmutation is this, the principle of taking that which is kind of eh, okay <laughs> and transforming it into something powerful. And so for 2018, Mm. we are being invited to embrace our inner divinity, to embrace our ability to transmute, to take what is ugly, what is sort of not working well, and make it better. And we have the power to do that when we work with the energetic principle of Osiris, who is the deity of transmutation, the Egyptian deity of transmutation and regeneration. So you surrender Mm. to the process of allowing your inner divinity to take you or your higher self to help you in the areas that need transformation. And also, we can always love better. We can always forgive more. We can always have more joy. 2018 has given us a lot of opportunities to work on that. So that's on the personal level, on my private side, me, myself, and I, I'm working on my Godhead. And what kind of God do I want to be? Do I want to be a good one, a benevolent one? Is my divinity reflecting my values of life-givingness? And, 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 and when people are around me, they experience joy. And when people around me, they experience realness. Or am I a God that's kind of pretending and being shady and, and angry? You know, So you get to choose. That's mm-hmm. what 2018 is asking of you. So then for the interpersonal level, which is now I'm done being myself and I'm looking out me and others, my groups in my life, my family, my uh, community, perhaps my job, all the different clusters where I'm in a me and you situation, my relationships. This is all about relationships that's coming up for 2018. Mm -hmm. The word there is artistry. And that the archetype of working on, so if we're channeling our Godhead in our personal life, in our, in our uh, private life, in our personal life, we are channeling our inner artist. We are creating. What are we creating in our family? What needs to be creating? What needs to be brand new? What are we trying out for the first time that's going to help us? And the um, 
has the ability as a creator to see what's not there, right, and to try and manifest it. So what do you see that's not there? Is it that I need more love, more time? Is it that I need to maybe forgive more with my relationships? Maybe we need to have a different way, wake up our marriage, wake up our our um, sex life, wake mm-hmm. up um, our friendship, right? These are all the things that we're asked to do in 2018 in all our relationships. Is there a raise that you need? Is there a new skill you want to develop? Is it time for you to say goodbye to an old career because you need to create something new, right? This is kind of the energy. And so the comedic deity or the Egyptian deity that speaks to this that came up is called Kapara. It's the, actually a, a beetle. Usually if you see Egyptian <clears throat> deities, the beetles, Kapara. And Kapara kind of stands for the cycles of change. And usually astrology too, which is why I like that um, 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 we were hearing about that when you pulled the spreads because um, Capara stands for like planetary changes, but also on an energetic level about creation, resurrection, a cycle, a shift in awareness, an elevation, an evolution. And so we are ta- 2018 is asking us to take all our relationships to a new level, mm-hmm. to evolve and create them in a healthy way. Or else where we're left with now on a big level, a national level, I, when I pulled this, I felt really strongly that we're speaking to America in particular was, um, (laughs) she's like, okay, what is it, Tara? Yeah, I'm Um, here. I'm in in it. I'm listening. (laughs) Hard body. Seriously. That creative, that creative community that people need to create. Yes. I've been receiving that message so much. You're changing your communities. Now you get to make new ones. You're a grown person. Yes. Yes, Create the communities that you want to live in. And create how you want to be loved. Create those messages. Create them. Because remember, communities are just physical expressions of the values we hold dear. So if you hold generosity dear, if you hold love dear, if you hold forgiveness dear, if you hold all those dear, if you're serious about your business, right, eight of cups, if you're serious about your business, your inner Godhead, then you say, I'm only going to have, be around people, (laughs) be around people who share my values. That's my community, right? And that's Mm -hmm. how you create it. You see what I'm saying? So it's not who has this right. dollar or saying this or looks this way. It's what are my values? And once I'm around people who reflect that, then how can it not be love? How can it not be generosity? How are we not looking out for each other? How are we not taking care of each other instead of looking to government, looking to this, looking to that to help us out? And that becomes and really, be really so important. important getting you through. Oh, my goodness. It's critical. And the reason why is because the cards that came out for America, so now we're looking at the third level on the systemic level, right? So whether we like it or not, we're all together in this collective, this nation called America. Two things are happening. To what came up, again, in total alignment, the, the um, archetype that came up for America is pioneer. Now, the way archetypes work is you can have it where it works for your favor, it's life-giving, mm-hmm. or it is not in your favor. It's not, it's negative energy, right? It's the shadow. So mm-hmm. clearly America in this deck is what it's telling me is right now in a shadow aspect in the negative, the lower form of being a pioneer, which is this kind of compulsive need to constantly um, – 
change things. You know, Barack Obama came and established order. We've had order, and all of a sudden it's like chaos and and mayhem and all of that stuff. That's the negative side of pioneering positive side of pioneering is that you create, you innovate something that's never been done before. Why does come up for America? Mm-hmm. And then I'll get to the deity in a second. Why does come up for America is that America at its very roots, and we're talking like aside from all the dark stuff, which we'll get to in a second, the slavery and the greed and all that, but at its very roots, it's a symbol, it's a principle of saying that let's have an experiment that people who have different religions, different this, different that, different races, different gen- should all be able to come and live together. Now, we know historically that the actual framers intended that only for white men and by extension white women. I understand that, but we're talking about this from a spiritual archetypal level, right? Mm-hmm. That's a pioneering thing because in every other country in the world – Right. In every other country in the world, you have to all be the same religion or the same race or Mm -hmm. the same this, Mm -hmm. which is why immigration is causing the challenge. But America Mm -hmm. right now, as we know, is acting completely in the opposite of that pioneering vision, right? We are racist. We are misogynistic. We are all these things right now, and Trump is, of course, embodying that. So that's what's happening Mm -hmm. on the incarnation level. So then I was like, well, what's happening on the spiritual side? Like, okay, that's what we see in terms of our human stuff. Okay, I get that. What's the deity? What's the energy? And who came up in the comedic tradition is set. Now, Set is, for those who don't know, the um, brother of Osiris, and he killed Osiris. Osiris is married to Isis. In other words, Set is not a great person, according to the lore, according to the allegory. Mm -hmm. However, he represents on a spiritual level the shadow. He represents that which comes to help us face our darkness. And so what's happening with America on an energetic spiritual level is that it's having to face its inner darkness, its inner shadow right now. If it wants to go back to being the pioneer that it says it wants to be, now it has Mm -hmm. to live what it's saying. You understand? So it's been saying, oh, we embrace everybody. Okay, well, now the ugly's coming forward to show that you don't, that we're racist, Mm -hmm. that we're misogynistic, that we're, you know, using religion, we're lying to the people, the greed, et cetera, et cetera. So now, spiritually, the energy of set has come up to cause America to face its demons, to face its shadow. Now, the spiritual principle here, and all of us go through this, is that we must face our darkness so that we can bring everything to light and heal it. The point of seeing our shadow is to have bring healing and integration. Integration mm-hmm. is the word that says mm-hmm. we basically change what's negative into something positive. We bring it together. We add to our fullness. So if America But it's a choice we make, right, because the shadow facing our inner darkness at Eight of Cups again is something that can make us uncomfortable, we're going to feel afraid, we're going to worry, and we don't like, and we're going to feel regret and shame, and we don't want to do that. America doesn't want to feel shame and regret and all that stuff with all the ills that it's done. For all the good that it's done, it has a shadow, right? And so... 
We mm-hmm. avoid it, which is what America is doing. So we have a choice to make on a systemic level as a collective, as you, me, everybody who says they're American because we are, we're born here or came here, et cetera, we live here. We need to energetically start to say we want to face our shadow. We need to face this so it can be healed. And I then pulled, and when and when set comes up, set comes up not only to signify there's a shadow, but to also signify the energies there to support us through facing that if we want to. We have to make a choice. And so America mm-hmm. right now is going through what I would call an exorcism, which was the card that came up after Pioneer. It is going through an exorcism, and it has to make a decision. It's either going to free itself from its destructive impulses of white supremacy, of the greed, of the lying, of denying people health care and denying people, you know, living wages and denying people the ability to have education. I mean, the recent tax bill, just as an example, is now going to tax Mm -hmm. students who get tuition reimbursement. You work your little work-study job, you don't have to pay taxes on that? Tell me how that's benefiting the people. So America is going through an exorcism right now, and if it allows the, the light to do its work, if it allows spirit to do its work, it will be liberated. And it will start to live its actual pioneering dream, which is to be the only country that allows difference and diversity to live together and be truly multicultural. If, however, America makes a decision not to face its shadow, then it will run from it. And in running from it, we see nonsense like, well, it's okay that we have neo-Nazis marching. And it's not okay that we have black people who are bending the knee. It's okay that Harvey Weinstein's can go ahead and abuse and rape women. It's not okay if women say we also want equal pay. Women are still getting paid less than men, right? So this is a America's a turning point as it's going through its exorcism. But one way or another, it's gonna happen. And who supports us energetically? This is, the, this is my last word here. Who's going to support us energetically? Um, the comedic deity of Newt and Geb, which essentially they are the divine parents. They are the gateway to bring form. They're the ones who help us into wholeness and sacred purpose. And let me tell you, my dear, wholeness and holy have the same root word. I am in my full, full holiness when I am whole. Eight of Cups work. Mm -hmm. So we're looking now on a systemic level, on a collective level. We as Americans, America, must determine, do they want to be whole? (laughs) If you're going to be whole, you you got to go through your exorcism and go through it. That's going to lead you to freeing yourself as opposed to running from yourself. We, are we going to do that? Do we want to be holy? Or do we want to continue to lie and deny who we are? So the energy that comes up divinically for the, from the comedic tradition is one of we're going to help you. The energies want to help America to create mm-hmm. and live its sacred purpose to create Mm. and do what it was here to do in terms of its collective. Just like I have my own personal form of incarnation and our communities individually are also forms of the 
formless, which is why racism is wrong, which is why homophobia is wrong, because every unique culture or community <clears throat> is a unique reflection and manifestation of the Most High, which is why I say mm. God is transgender. And when we see that, if we understand that, then we also understand that systemically America is one of the many incarnations. So what are we going to do? How, what kind of God do we want to be? How do we want to manifest? The nation, quote unquote, aspect, want right? Of the divine, right? That's, so that's the word a for four-part series <laughs> on this word. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot. I'm laid out all the way. I'm so that's the word out. I received I, for 2018. Amen. For your listeners and amen. for us, <laughs> on an individual so level, I don't wanna... community level, systemic level. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Tara. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank You're welcome. Thank you so much. Information about Tara will be posted for you to go back. Please re-listen to this. Divide it into three parts and slowly digest this full berry that we received. Uh, this is all for this week. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Be uplifted by this word. And thank you so much to all my listeners. And thank you so much, Tara. Thank you. It was a pleasure. I say. Bye-bye. I say in love. (laughs)